Hello everyone, this is Teacher Sean, and I'm very happy to welcome you to another podcast episode. I'm just about to have a cup of nice warm green tea. I used to drink a lot more coffee in the afternoons, but I've recently switched over to green tea because of the health benefits of green tea, and also just for a change. But of course, it also has caffeine. So if you take too much of it or drink too much of it uh, in the afternoon or in the early evening, you might have trouble sleeping uh, in the same way that you would if you drank three espressos or something like that. You know, sometimes people reach a certain level when they're learning a language. Sometimes in English we call it a plateau. And it feels like you can't progress, you can't go any further. And maybe your level is already quite good, but you just feel that you want it to sound more more fluent and you want to blend into a conversation even more and you want to be able to understand all the subtle aspects of a language like the idioms, the music of the language, phrasal verbs, collocations, etc. And that's something that I really try and, and uh, encourage people to do, especially when they feel they've reached a plateau, they've reached a kind of wall or a a flat surface uh, on a mountain where they feel they can't climb any higher without help. And by the way, one of my plans for this podcast is to create vocabulary lists based on my conversations with people, both native English speakers and students around the world. I want you to feel that you're not only listening to a podcast, but you can get a lot more from it or out of it by uh, learning the vocabulary that we're using in each conversation and I also hope to have quizzes for you so we'll try and and put a link in the podcast or maybe on the website uh, where you can go and, and actually test yourself with the new words the phrasal verbs the idioms etc so that's the plan on today's show we have another great guest his name is Carlos he's a friend of mine from Chile and he's going to talk with you a little bit today about his journey to learning English. And it's quite interesting, his particular path to English. I think you'll find it uh, entertaining and insightful, and hopefully uh, it will help you in some way. And he'll also tell us about his travels, where he's been recently in the world. And I'll give you a hint. It has something to do with my country. <laughs> And um, I think you really enjoy our conversation. You're listening to Talk Show English with Teacher Sean. For more information, check us out at talkshowenglish.ca. Hello, Carlos. Hello, Sean. How are you, man? I'm doing very well. How is the weather in, in Chile today? It's surprisingly hot. Isn't it summertime for you now? It is summertime right now. Uh, it's super hot, I have, I have to admit. But I'm so used to it, but uh, it's not a very pleasant weather, I have to admit. Uh, so how, how different is the temperature from uh, regular January temperatures? Is it very different? No, it's a regular 32, 33 Celsius degree. Uh, I mean, it's quite well because I'm, I'm living very close to the ocean. So the ocean regulates the temperature very well. But right. for example, people from Santiago, they live in... <laughs> like in the middle of the in nowhere they are normally 40 degree in summer so wow. they, are, they are really dying there unbelievable is air conditioning popular on public transportation no no there's just so windows 
It's normally in buildings, but not in public transportation. So I guess we should just jump in and uh, just let people know that you are an industrial engineer. Yes, I am. And you're working for a company in Chile? Yeah, it's a, it's a Canadian company, I, I have to say. And how long have you been with them now? Uh, for 10 months. Are you working at remote locations or are you always going to the same place? Oh, but I mean, I normally I work in an office very close to my to my to my home. It's in the it's in downtown. But uh, I don't know, twice a month normally I have to go to, to visit our client, and our client normally are mine company. So I have to go outside of the city for for one day, visit the the field, you know. But normally it's just a couple of times on the month in my city. So so what is a typical day? You're usually going to the office and spending a lot of time on the computer or making phone calls? Or what kinds of things are you doing every day? Uh, on the computer, normally, talking with my boss, with my, with my co-worker, meeting with, I don't know, clients, but, uh, but by my phone. But just like that. It's just a regular job, I have to, I have to say. <laughs> okay, <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> but uh, that's good. So what kind of study is needed if, if a person wants to be an industrial engineer? What do they have to do? In my company or in my, or in my, in my field, I mean, in my, in my, in my career. In your in career. career. Okay, well, very, I mean, if you think I'm an engineer, I'm very good in math. Not, I'm not. I'm just... Oh. No, no, it, I'm not, I'm not just a normal guy who can math very well, but not um, like exceptional okay. mathematics. Uh, but you have to you have to know about, about process. You have to know about uh, how communicate with people with different levels in your organization. So uh, it's more important the way you communicate more than the way you you know about about the company. Uh, because we are not in the in the field, you know. I'm, I'm not repairing something. I'm not. Uh, planning something about no, it's mm-hmm. just I'm creating project and I'm leading this project. So we have to very, very skilled. We have to uh, have an amazing skill with communication with people. You know, because mm-hmm. I have to work with so many people with so many different skills with so many different majors. So I think that is the most important for an industrial engineer. Yeah, and I guess my 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 next question is, uh, how did you decide to to get into that career? Did you have a special moment when you just realized this is what you wanted to do? Oh, you know, this is uh, it's a very hard question uh, because I chose this this major when I was a seventeen years old, so I was a kid, so I didn't know anything about life. Mm-hmm. So I just uh, I re- I remember uh, I was. I was finishing school and I had to choose. I asked to my dad, I mean, what do you think? I mean, uh, what, do you, uh, what do you see in, this, in, in Chile? What, 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 what is important? And my mathematics skill was very good, always was. So I, I always thought about engineering, but I, I didn't know which one because there are so many engineering. So uh, in that time, we are talking about more than 10 years ago, industrial engineering was very well paid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I have to admit, I did it for the money. So I, I say, okay, industrial engineering here are well paid mm-hmm. and I'm very good in math, math sorry, and, and, and I can work here very well. I mean, I, I can, with this major, I can have a very good life. Right. So I, I choose that. I mean, it's not, how can I say, it's not my best decision, but, it, but I'm not regretted, you know? It's not your worst decision <laughs> either, <laughs> I think. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not my worst. I, <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, but, 
I'm, I'm feeling very, very, I mean, I'm, I don't want to sound like I hate my major. I love it, but it's not the best thing that I can, I can choose, you know? Yeah. We sometimes uh, use the word calling in English. If I say that, that this is my calling, like doing podcasting is my calling. Oh, calling. I mean, we, are, we have a, 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 probably a Spanish speaker will, will know this, this word, vocacion. Yes, exactly. Vocation. Yes. Oh, exactly. so oh, so you have this this Latin word. We nice. do. We we use the word vocation, but but calling sometimes has a more, sometimes a deeper feeling deeper. of of destiny in it. Ah, okay, so I can say like industrial engineering is not my calling, but yep. I no regret. Right. Perfect. I think a lot of people don't know much about the mining industry in general, and certainly not about, I'm guessing, not a lot about the mining industry in Chile. So why is mining significant in Chile? It's the most important industry in here. I mean, I don't know how many, how many mining uh, are in here, but we are the most important, how can I say this, sorry? It's the most important, the country who, who produce most, uh, more copper in the world is oh. Chile. Well, you could say the, 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 the largest exporter of copper. The largest exporter, what a great way to say it. We are the biggest one, so that's why it's most important. Uh, a lot of money is involved, so salary is great. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so it's, it's the most important job in here. Why is there such a concentration of this metal in Chile? You know, probably a geologist will answer that question. But Peru and, Bolivia, Peru and Chile, we have so many copper mines. Hmm. So the other is Australia. And I don't, I don't know any other country like, like, like with the power or the size of Chile and Peru, you know? So, so generally, if, if I buy, for example, in Toronto, if I buy some copper tubing or some copper wire, this probably comes from your country? Yeah, I mean, it probably will come from China because China buy our copper. And then they, they manufacture something. With they it, manufacture right? something and you're going to buy it. Exactly. Aha, uh-huh, that's it, interesting. It our copper. Normally it will be our copper or Peruvian copper. Oh, okay. So is it very similar in Peru? Is the industry the same size in Peru or is it smaller than Chile? It's smaller, but they are increasing like crazy, you know? I, I read something today in, in, in the newspaper that in, in 2012, sorry, 2018, they will be the second largest exporter yeah, of copper, like almost tied with Chile. So we wow. are very, we're very concerned. It almost sounds like uh, football. Yeah, no, in football, I, uh, they, are, they are nothing compared with us. Come on. <laughs> okay, I, I apologize to our Peruvian listeners. Yeah, I mean, you, you have to know right now, Chile is the, the number five. In the world? or In the world, in the FIFA world, yeah, number That's five. Great, man. That's really yeah, really we are very proud. That's excellent. I'm just curious. When did you really start studying English? You know, I I don't know exactly because English has always been in my in my life. I had it in in school, and then when I was in in university, I I, I had some some classes. So probably English was with me since I was a little boy. But it was just classes, you know, just lessons. This typical lesson that you you go for for one teacher and they explain something, they teach something, but nothing else. Uh, my my English, like the English that I have, I I did it for myself. I love English. I don't know why, but I I always love it. So I studied by myself, where reading books, 
watching movie my favorite thing to do so <laughs> and uh so then a, a few years ago or actually not that long ago for some reason you decided to continue your english studies in canada i did yeah it was the last year why did you decide to come here oh you know because i i i took a course in here uh for one year so that helped me a lot i must admit but you know, I uh, I realized that I I couldn't you know take the next step you know the like go to the next level in English. Uh-huh. Uh, that was because I cannot talk with anyone in here. Uh, I cannot practice my English. It was only about hearing movies and then talk with myself in the mirror. But then I, when I was working, I always wanted to live abroad. You know, hmm. so many years ago. But I didn't have the money to do it. So I was working. And after a year of working, uh, I was a little bit bored in, uh, in, my, in, in that company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I realized I have enough money to, to do a, a big trip. And, one, and other things that I, I, I was getting through a very difficult personal situation. About a girl. Probably a lot of guys will, will, will know about it. So I, I, I said, you know, I'm, I'm young. I mean, I'm single. I don't have any child. Uh, uh, and I have money. So let's do it. I mean, this trip will give me the English that I want and will give me the experience that I'm looking. So let's do it. I, I resigned my job and, and I went to Canada. And I have to say, it was very tough defi- the decision. I was working for a very good company. I had a very good salary, uh, a very normal peaceful life but uh, i i say no more i i took this very difficult decision and and it was the best decision of my life so okay i was just going to ask you if if you regretted that or if you feel bad if you felt bad about making that decision but it sounds like you you felt really good about that decision yeah i mean i mean a lot of people including my 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 mom i mean she supported me but at the beginning was you know son you are working in a very good company, you know, you have a very, uh, a life that a lot of people here in Chile will, will, will love to have. And mm-hmm. you are just, just resigning this just for a dream or for having fun or for an English that you are not very well, or you are not pretty sure if you are going to use it or not, or it will be helpful or not. Right. So, but I said, you know, mom, um, I have to do this. I have to do this. This is, is it. Uh, I have the opportunity to do something that not a lot of people can do. So I did it. I did it, man. And, and I have to admit, at the beginning, I was scared. I mean, I was with everything about what did I do when just when I, when, when I arrived to Toronto. You know, I, I say, oh, my God, I'm, I'm alone here. I don't speak very well the language. I don't know anyone in here. This is such a big city, you know, because right. I'm, I'm from, a, from a small city in Chile. So uh, when, I, when I arrived in Toronto, my fears was like everywhere, you know. But just a couple of weeks later, I, I realized I was... I was enjoying the best time of my life. Yeah, meeting people from all over the world, speaking English with everyone. So, no, I enjoyed it a lot. Even I cried when I had to come back. Mm. Uh, so it was a very enriching experience. So you've been listening to my conversation with my good friend Carlos from Chile. And this is part one of our conversation. So you're going to hear at least a part two or maybe a part three on a future podcast. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Take care. Bye for now.